Welcome to a new episode of Poise to Shine, the place to be to own your ambition, be your advocate, and advance your career. Hi you, glad to have you here. Are you trying to get a job and it feels like you are hitting against the wall? Or you have this fantastic experience, but no one really gets to know you that well, to appreciate it. So interviews are the gatekeepers. Um, you might even say that the hiring managers are the gatekeepers, but that's not the intention at all. They just want to make sure that they are hiring the right people. There is a lot at stake. So put yourself in the hiring manager's shoes for a moment. If they hired the wrong person, it's on them because they made a bad choice and then their judgment is questioned and their view of company goals and priorities might be questioned. So they want to be 99% sure that if they are hiring you, you are a good hire, the one that will stay and will be productive and complement very well the rest of the team, uh, the rest of the workforce. And absolutely be a good fit for company's culture. In the past, we will not have cared so much about company's culture, but now it's key. If you think about uh, um, companies like uh, Virgin, uh, like Zappos, uh, um, they do have a very clear company's culture. They it's set up by the leaders, it's set up, uh, then it cascades to the full organizations uh, and uh, it trickles down to even, you know, frontline staff. I'm coming from, from uh, several years now working in the gaming community and that's even more prominent because uh, to be hired, being geeky is a prerequisite really because then you will fit in better with your colleagues uh, you will find a lot of topics to talk about uh, you will fit in well with the, the company's direction passion for the products uh, and so on i mean it makes sense right if you were hiring someone to work for you wouldn't you look at all these things wouldn't you make sure that uh, that person is going to be a great fit uh, to work with you and whoever else you're working with or um, would uh, align to your priorities. And uh, for instance, I'm, I'm dumping it down just to, make the, 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 um, just to make this point super clear. Let's say that you are hiring uh, um, a housekeeper, okay? And you have dogs. You care about your dogs. They are very important to you. They are kind of priority. If your new employee, the housekeeper, dislikes dogs, well, you know it's not going to work, right? Because you're hiring someone who doesn't care for your animals and probably will not be overly friendly to them. And maybe for you, that's a big, big point you see that there is a conflict there. That person is not going to be able to fulfill what you want. So what? So what's the trick? How can you get over it? How can you 
make sure that these hiring managers are seeing you in the best possible way. And I'm glad you asked. (laughs) So the first thing that I recommend to all my clients preparing for an interview is to start from you. Duh. You need to look at your CV, your cover letter, um, any previous experience that you may have listed anywhere. How are you describing it? Are you using passive verbs or active verbs? Maybe you have never considered that. But there is a huge difference between projects completed and then you add a number to I completed this amount of projects in this amount of time. You are in the lead. So the main mistake that I see people doing is that they don't put themselves as the main character in their stories. You want to use active verbs because they denote action. They denote empowerment. They portray you as in the lead, taking charge, doing things, and not as a passive entity that was just happening to pass by when these things were happening. It's a small, subtle difference, but it does make a difference. And guess what? That's the same approach that you need to use during interviews, examples, answering questions. You need to be the one in the lead. You need to be the one active. Then what else? What can you do when it comes to interviews? Are you scared of them? Are you scared to present yourself? Are you scared to have to, you know, go and talk and so on? I mean, it's a stressful moment. That's not going to change. This is the thing. Practice does make perfect or as close to perfect as we can expect. So each interview you go through, even when it feels like you're wasting your time, you're not. You are getting better at interviewing as long as you use it as training, as long as you are aware that there is a training happening. You need to become more fluid answering questions you need to become more comfortable answering them and presenting yourself it also means doing the right research for the company you're going to it's not enough to do a quick skim on on their website not anymore you will not find a lot of maybe the latest things going on there you should check linkedin you should check people that work for that company on linkedin see what they are listing as uh, their um, projects, see what they are listing as successes, maybe the company won an award or anything like that. Those are great things to quote. So you need to put on your detective hat and uh, just go and scope a bit if you're really into that job, of course. But even if you're not, All that is great exercise for the job that you really want. So if right now you really need to get on to get a job, then by all means, still do the research because that's what's going to help you. And that's what's going to give you, you know, an advantage 
compared to someone who will just show up and have no clue. Then, if instead you are considering changing job, but you're not really sure and you still haven't found the job that you want, you still need to learn how to interview and you need to do it now because interviewing is a skill. And if you don't want to apply to a real job because you really know you don't want that specific one, mock interviews are your friends. Ask someone to interview you, ask someone in a with a bit of experience, hopefully, in interviewing. You can even tell them that it's simply to keep yourself up to date should an opportunity within the company open. Done. You don't have to tell everyone your big plans and your long-term plans. But at the same time, you cannot sit there thinking that when the perfect opportunity will open, you are going to jump in and sweep sweep in and get it if actually interviewing is not your strength. Look, interviewing is a gruesome process. I know very few people that like it. But I had this great colleague and I remember that now and then it would apply to jobs. I was shocked because I remember I would ask him, like, why are you applying for that job? Like, it's not a better company or anything like that. And and I would just laugh. And, And one day he told me, that he was applying to a lot of jobs because it wasn't for the jobs, it was for the interviews. (laughs) He wanted to get the experience. He wanted to know how it would feel under a lot of different circumstances, meeting a lot of different hiring managers, getting asked different questions. And by the time we were talking, anyway, for him, it was mostly an opportunity to talk about himself, to present himself in the best possible way. And it's, it's such a fantastic mindset, if you think about it. When you are interviewing, it's not about them, it's all about you. You presenting yourself in the best possible way, you showing all the hard stuff you have done, but in a way that makes them understand what you have done. If you're applying for a different industry, Please just be very clear about what you've done. Don't take stuff for granted. Don't use uh, jargon and think that they will understand because you have been talking that way for 10 years. Explain it as if they don't know. Maybe they know. You can even ask, like, oh, do you know what this means? And uh, because maybe you're explaining a theory, maybe you're explaining an approach. And then... They can say yes, no, it becomes more of an interaction and you come across as attentive and definitely not confusing. We talked about prep, we talked about what hiring managers want and yes, that's a very high level overview. We will have another episode on hiring managers, so stay tuned for that. Then what else is left? Well, you... You are left, your communication is left. And now I'll let you in on a little, it's not even a secret, but it's definitely a best practice. If you're preparing for an interview, if you're even considering going for an interview, record yourself while preparing, while answering potential questions, while doing a mock interview. Record yourself, video recording would be best, 
so you can see you, you can see yourself, you can hear how you are answering. And I can tell you it has been a game changer for me. Um, definitely for so many of my clients. I used to roll my eyes when someone would ask me questions that I hated. Seriously, roll my eyes. How crazy is that? But I didn't know. I was doing it just in automatic. It was just a, a microsecond movement. However, oh damn, I could see it in the video. I could see it clear as day. And that meant that the hiring managers were seeing it too. That video saved me so much. And it showed me all the little micro reactions that I was showing and that I could avoid. And it can do the same for you. If you have an interview looming in and you don't feel ready, or you have done multiple interviews and they're not going your way, book a call with me. Don't waste another day. I have a, a very intensive program at the moment that can get you interview ready in a few days. I'm not saying it to brag. I'm saying it because I created it and devised it in this way for people like you that have an interview and they need to get ready so they don't have the luxury of time. So book a call and best of luck with your next interview. See you next week. Don't forget to sign up for the newsletter and to join the Confidence Tribe on Facebook. And remember, confidence is the inside job you need for the job you want. Have a great day.